not going slow on this Friday because if you didn't catch it, and we'll be playing this audio more than once in the program, Paul Ryan, Paul Ryan, who should go down as the worst Speaker of the House in the modern era, maybe, maybe slightly behind, I don't know, it's kind of, it's, it, it might be a tie with Boehner. Paul Ryan gave a speech at the Reagan Library trashing Donald Trump, the most successful Republican candidate in 40 years, the most, because he took away their toys. And now the establishment wants its toys back. Now, I'm going to couple this with some pieces. Now, my buddy Alex Marlowe has written a fantastic book called Breaking the News, where he has has pointed out who are the money people behind these formerly independent media outlets. The Washington Post is not independent. It's owned by Jeff Bezos. The Atlantic is not independent. The New Yorker is not independent. Many of these... Heritage media outlets now answer to people like Steve Jobs' wife, the late Steve Jobs. The far left elitists have gobbled up. And look, sometimes they wear it on their sleeve like the Huffington Post. But these are not independent news agencies. They are agenda driven. So there's no hard news coming from them. But, But they present their work as the news. It's not the news. It's advocacy journalism being masqueraded as intellectual intellectual journalism, which it's not. But one piece in The New Yorker basically says, and we'll get into this, it's impossible to read just a snippet or a quote, that American democracy is almost dead. And why is that? Well, because Republicans want to stick to the Constitution, or at least some Republicans, not Paul Ryan. And then the Atlantic has a piece saying that Democrats are running out of time to completely revamp the election system under HR1, SB1, and federalize everything. But Paul Ryan, who somehow got himself a seat on the board of directors of Fox News, gave a speech at the Reagan Library, basically saying, we have to get rid of MAGA, we have to get rid of Trump, play cut one. Even for our good showing in the House, 2020 left Republicans powerless in Washington. Even worse, it was horrifying to see a presidency come to such a dishonorable and disgraceful end. So, once again, we conservatives find ourselves at a crossroads. And here's the reality that we have to face. If the conservative cause depends on the populist appeal of one personality, or of second-rate imitations, then we're not going anywhere. Voters looking for Republican leaders want to see independence and medal. They will not be impressed by the sight of yes-men and flatterers flocking to Mar-a-Lago. We win majorities by directing our loyalty and respect to voters and by staying faithful to the conservative principles that unite us. I'm, I'm sorry, Paul Ryan. What have you ever done that we could say advance the conservative agenda? What? Was it some of these international trade deals that amounted to literal taxes on the American economy? Wealth and technology transfers? When did you ever try to stop the Democrat agenda? You had an opportunity, you sniveling pencil neck. 
you had an opportunity to cut the federal budget and force the Democrats to re-engage the spending. But no, you didn't do it, you sniveling little turd. We can't have it. Really? How did your pal Mitt Romney do when you were on the ticket? You guys got trounced. You guys got walked all over. How did John McCain do? Same thing. How did George W. Bush do? Court case. How did Bob Dole do? Trounced. Don't give me this garbage about Trump's personality. It was bigger than personality. Trump offered something that the only person to offer before him in the modern era was Ronald Reagan. And you guys, listen to this guy. We don't share any of the blame. Really? Because presidents don't originate budgets. The House of Representatives does. Now, is it true that from the OMB director to the cabinet, a budget may come from the White House? Of course. But all bills for raising revenue originate in the House of Representatives. The Speaker of the House drives the budget process. What did you do, Paul Ryan? Tell us. Tell us all. Tell us all your brilliant ideas for the budget. What did you guys do under Bush? You spent. And you know what they did to Trump? They left him two choices. Massive budgets or government shutdowns. That's how they that's how they cornered Trump. With a government shutdown. Paul Ryan has the gall, the nerve to stand there and trash Trump. Oh, people gathering at Mar-a-Lago. No, it's just the establishment wants its toys back. Liz Cheney is butthurt. Ryan is butthurt. McConnell is butthurt. Right now is Paul Ryan is sniveling before this crowd at the Reagan Library that Democrats are trying to put in place an agenda that would give them one-party rule for a generation. But he continues, play cut two. If we fail this test, it will be because the progressive left will have won by default. It will be because the conservative cause, which has been the protector of our great American creed, lost its way and followed the left into the trap of identity politics, defining itself by resentments instead of by ideals. It will be because we mistake reactionary skirmishes in the culture wars with a coherent agenda. It will be because we gave too much allegiance to one passing political figure and weren't loyal enough to our principles. What are your principles, buddy? What what, what, What are these principles you speak of? This is a guy who thinks what we need is more manufactured factory Republicans in blue suits, red ties, and side part hair. I am a Republican. Paul Ryan is nothing more than a robot. I will give you fully researched focus group approved lines in a speech that makes it sound like I'm a human being. Yes, I know Trump wore blue suits. Yes, I know he wore red ties. Yes, I know he has a side part. You get the point. Paul Ryan represents nothing more than your cookie-cutter stamped sheet metal Republican. He's a cookie tray. That's all he is. He's a cookie tray. And you see these weenies all over Washington. And no offense to our friends in the young Republicans and the college Republicans, you see them there too. 
We had one opportunity, one damned opportunity to rein in this federal government, to rein in the spending, to rein in the border, to rein in the Democrat agenda. And what did Paul Ryan do? Nothing. And somebody ought to tell this weenie. If it weren't for the Tea Party, he never would have been Speaker of the House. You lying piece of garbage. You and all your little cookie-cutter friends, you all became Tea Party. You were all Tea Party. A decade ago, you were all Tea Party. Remember that? 2009? 2010? All of these cookie-cutter, factory-stamped Republicans all of a sudden became don't-tread-on-me flag-waving libertarians. We have to rein in the federal budget. There is waste, fraud, and abuse. The Constitution does not allow the federal government to reach into education. We will repeal Obamacare. If you vote for Republicans, we will take back your health care freedom because we believe in freedom. Remember those speeches? Remember? And then what happened? We gave them the House of Representatives. Well, what do you want us to do? We only have one half of one branch of government. Do the Democrats act like that? The Democrats have a one-seat majority with Kamala Harris in the Senate and a five-seat majority in the House of Representatives, and they are trying to ram through as much as they can. They don't give a damn. If they just held the House of Representatives and nothing else, they would be bludgeoning a Republican president and Republican Senate. But then you know what? 2014 came around. And we gave them the Senate. We don't have the White House. We only have the legislative branch. 2016, we gave them the House, the Senate, the White House, a Republican president ready to sign not only massive cuts to the budget, but demand congressional rescissions. You ever hear that phrase, Paul Ryan? Congressional rescission? No, you haven't. Because he never even thought of it. A congressional rescission is where Congress enacts legislation to take back unspent tax dollars and recycle them into the next budget to prevent the federal agencies from racing in the third quarter to spend their budgets so they can demand even more next year. Trump wanted a congressional rescission, something I had never heard in my life. But there's Paul Ryan. (laughs) The establishment wants its toys back. (laughs) He makes me sick. You have every right when some Republican asks you for your vote. Are you with Trump? Or you with Ryan? And when I say Trump, I don't mean literally Donald Trump. I mean what became the agenda, the MAGA agenda. I've always said it's bigger than Trump. You know what it is? You know, I don't know if Donald Trump would ever admit this privately. Um, 
But you hear a lot of Republicans say, well, what did he really do? It was so simple. He cut taxes. He rolled back regulations. He stood up to China. You know, then why did you guys do it? Donald Trump saw all of the Swiss cheese holes in the Republican Party and then offered to fill them. He stepped right into the void where the establishment of the Democrat Party and the establishment of the Republican Party are indistinguishable. And he said to the voters, I will do this. And he did. Where he could. But Paul Ryan refused a full repeal of Obamacare. Paul Ryan refused to build the border wall. Paul Ryan refused to cut the budget. I don't want to hear a damn word from Paul Ryan. Weintick 695, Patriot 9572874. You know, one of the best things that could happen is that Republicans pick up, conservatives pick up. We get another Tom Cotton, we get another Rand Paul, and we lose Mitch McConnell. We're right. They're wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. This is the hardcore Sirius XM Patriot.